pullover. Lean in. It's time for the Soft Shoulder Podcast. I am your host, Danette Relic of Radical Creative Sanctuary, inviting spaciousness for your mind and your heart. Welcome. I'm glad you're here. The Soft Shoulder is your time. Your time to slow down and fuel up on self-love support so you can make the most of your gorgeous life. Join me here. Everyone needs a soft shoulder. Years ago, when I had a house with a front porch and a garden, it was new to us at the time, new to me and my partner. So I think what's um, one of my favorite things I get excited for for other people when they buy a new home is, uh, well, I mean, if you live it, depending on where you're living, but here in Toronto and a lot of areas around me, we have, you know, a short flowering season. So um, it's exciting, depending on when you move into the house, to see all the seasons of that house, to see all the seasons specifically of the garden. Because unless you were given a map, you don't know what's going to grow, right? If you buy the house in October or like February, uh, especially something in the dead of winter, then you have this home, you have this land, and then it's just like, what the heck is that? Spring comes and it's like, I didn't know we had a forsythia bush. I didn't know we had, oh my God. Like you just don't know. And it's such a fun surprise. Um, So when we moved into this house, I hadn't had a lot of experience with gardening actually at all. And (laughs) I was really new to everything. I didn't know names of things. I didn't know really how it worked at all. I think I grew a bean in a styrofoam cup in grade two on the windowsill, and I don't believe much (laughs) materialized from my cup. Um, So, you know, we're watching as all this is happening. And then I remember one day this, and also there's that whole conversation about, you know, is this a weed or is this a flower? And really that's just a judgment call, but whatever. So, uh, you know, it's like, should I be pulling this out? Or should I be celebrating it and helping it? And this is just such a fascinating metaphor for all kinds of things in our lives. How do we tell the difference? What do we want? What assumptions are we making about things we call weeds and things we call, you know, real plants or flowers or whatever? So one day this thing just shoots up. Like we go up for our morning coffee overnight. Something has started growing right in the center of the flower bed that's at the foot of the porch. And it's like, whoa, look at that. (laughs) What the hell is that? And neither of us knew. And it was like a foot tall. Like it was just like, it wasn't just a little thing. Now, we were so fascinated by this. And we're like, let's see what happens. You know, we can always pull it out later. But like, let's see what happens. It's this green thing. And it just kept getting taller and taller and taller. And it had like a thick you know, not a trunk, not a stem, whatever. I don't know what you would call it at this size. Um, I don't know if I touched it or not. We were just sort of watching it, kind of fascinated. And it grew, I forget how tall, but like many feet. And then finally we were like, okay. And there was, (laughs) wasn't really going with the landscape planning I had going on. Um, And, you know, there was no flower. It was, you know, we're like, we're going to call this a weed. (laughs) So we decide to pull it out and it's like, oh man, I don't know. It's so big. 
it came out so easily. Like, I just like, I don't know if it was me or him, but I remember the, like a hand reached out and just pulled it. It was like, like the root system was so small. It grew so fast and it actually wasn't a struggle at all to get this thing out of the garden. So, um, this episode today, um, is about that. It's about root systems and about growth and about the speed of growth and about pacing ourselves. I've been thinking about a lot of these things. Um, you know, I've been thinking about pacing myself quite a lot, as you know, the last two years healing from a brain injury. And in the last month, I've been trying a new thing and pacing in a new way and paying a lot more attention to it. So it's really been on my mind of what that means to pace and, uh, and, and have a strong root system, a strong foundation. I was also talking about um, relationships with someone recently. And I said, you know, it's sort of like, you know, I know there's lots of science around hormones and all this kind of stuff around the honeymoon period and about how there seems to be a time span of like, I don't know, people break up after like, obviously there's exceptions to the rule, but there is a pattern where the honeymoon period lasts anywhere between like six months and like a year or two and then fades. And you will often see a relationship cycle in maybe yourself or people you know, where they find someone and it's real exciting and they're grow, grow, growing like that weed in the yard. (laughs) It's just like, holy smokes, look at this, it's four feet tall. And all of a sudden, that miracle grow, miracle grow is a product, but I'm just sort of loosely using this as a metaphor, but just some kind of superpower, um, you know, growth hormone or whatever, be that your hormones, (laughs) whatever it is. And, you know, there's just tons and tons of growth really fast. But is there a root system being built to sustain, you know, life after that initial spurt. And this is something that we don't really learn, right? Like, I don't remember learning anything about this. No one taught me how to have a relationship. You know, I think that we are often um, taught about, uh, exposed to, conditioned to desire the growth period, the falling in love, and the getting of a relationship, but not necessarily the keeping of a relationship or the nurturing of a relationship or the uh, building of the root system that will sustain a relationship to have something, you know, with a bigger root system, with a longer lifespan, Um, something that can endure and shelter other things and just, you know, something more than a summer spurt, (laughs) growth spurt, that is. Um, So... Yes. So I've been thinking about this. What is that that builds the root system for a relationship, right? And would it be beneficial to slow down? I know there's like, you know, we're animals and this is about mating and there's a reason why we get all excited for each other in this new love energy at the beginning of a relationship. Um, And, you know, what else can we learn about in terms of like, enjoying that time, but also uh, thinking about the root system. Because I think not that every single relationship needs to or wants to have deep roots and go 
on. Um, you know, there's lots of different plants and they all have different purposes. But for those, I'm speaking really to those who want the old growth, like who want the oak, who want the willow of love, you know? They want that thing and they think that they're building it. They think that that miracle growth spurt is like a sign that, you know, this is real because it feels so amazing. And this is real because, wow, we just like, we have so much in common and the chemistry is incredible and all that stuff, you know? And thinking that that experience, A, that thinking that it won't die, and B, thinking that the memory of it will sustain you, even if it does. That, you know, all we have to do is go back and remember and rekindle what we had, like, you know, which is always kind of looking to the past. And I'm questioning, so I am, I don't know. These are, <laughs> these are like, I'm not coming from like, you know, any kind of high horse in terms of relationships sustaining. Um, these are things that I'm thinking about, that I'm learning about, and that is also very much connected to self-love and self-marriage and the work that I do there. Because I, my sense and my experience has been that this is one of the ways that we can build that deeper root system, building it in ourselves first. That root system of self-marriage also helps, you know, should you be someone who wants the oak or the willow and keep having that fast miracle grow plant that like flops over and has just no hold in the ground, uh, it can be very exhausting. It can be so disorienting. It can be incredibly painful to be uprooted again and again, to be like, to start over again and again. This is life and also um, it can be really hard. It can be really heartbreaking, right? So when you're building your own root system of love with yourself and your self-marriage and your relationship with you, um, it helps you build resilience. Not that you're never going to get hurt. Not that you're never going to have a relationship that you know, doesn't go the, as long as you'd hoped or in the direction or depth that you hoped. Um, when you love yourself and are committed to loving yourself, those are all opportunities um, to have a little more strength to carry you through those storms. I read in, um, <laughs> yet again, I'm going to reference a book and I have forgotten the author's name, but just like the last episode, um, I will put it in the show notes. The title of the book is The Hit... Um, <laughs> do I even know the title? Um, the Hidden Life of Trees or The Secret Life of Trees? Oh, anyway. The Something Life of Trees. <laughs> it's very... It came out maybe in the last couple of years. It's an incredible deep dive into the secret life of trees or the hidden life of trees. Um, so amazing. So in this book, which is beautifully, like, there's so much information and it's told so poetically. Uh, I listened to it uh, last year. There is a story in there. I forget what kind of tree this is, but there's a, there's a type of tree that when they have like a little new sapling, um, they actually shelter the sapling. Like if this is like a big, thick wooded area, these trees will, the, the mature trees will huddle around the sapling and they will actually 
<laughs> when I'm talking about it, to be honest, I'm like, this sounds kind of like enchanted. Did I really read this right? I think I did. You know what? Even if I'm making it up, it's still a great story. So the branches of the elder trees would come and hover over the sapling to block the light out so that this little tree doesn't get all the nourishment it needs to grow out of the park and like really rock it. It's doing that with this intelligence because if it's getting just enough light to sustain, just enough light to stay alive, but not to go rocketing up from the ground, if it's getting enough light to keep it there, but not enough, it will take more time. It'll slow things down. And when it slows things down, that gives it time to build a deep root system. So that's where you know, those trees will have a better chance of growing and thriving for many generations to come because they didn't just go, you know, like that weed, they didn't just go shooting out and in the first storm, get ripped out and fall over. And I just was like, there's so many things in that book where I'm like, I feel like all the trees are alive and speaking. It was just, it's super magical if you're into this kind of thing. (laughs) So, you know, just the idea that other trees doing that for their saplings. But it was more that too, the concept of like, oh yeah, you know, sometimes, you know, we really can glorify growth. I mean, gosh, my industry is full of this and I love growth, you know? And I think that, you know, this is not about playing small. This is not about, playing safe and staying small and just like being afraid to take a big leap. There are times to take big leaps. And also, you know, this is a metaphor and metaphors aren't perfect. Like you take a leap, you're going to (laughs) recover. You know, if you write that blog post, if you, you know, take a, you know, do a dance, whatever, you do something that's a little bit scary, you're going to be fine. Action is where confidence is built. So you know, just like everything I say, um, I know I often speak in extremes at times. And I'm doing this to play with ideas, you know, because at the end of the day, there's no right answer. You know, I could write this whole podcast about, um, you know, like, make sure you have a strong root system. Well, how do you know that you have one? How do I know that you have one? You know, how who's to say that you're not ready? or that the big growth won't pay off. Um, And, you know, other people might say, you know, you got to take that huge leap. You got to take that big growth spurt because then you'll figure out the resources along the way and like action builds confidence, right? So I just want (laughs) to bring in yet another metaphor of the grain of salt. Um, (laughs) Take all of this, all of this really with that grain of salt because, you know, at the end of the day, all of this is true. All of this exists for you. And you are the only one who knows, right? You're the only one who can get a sense of what the right action is for you. And there's never just one right action. It's what's right for you now. What's right for you next? You know, what do you need? This is why your relationship with yourself, journaling with yourself, talking to yourself, just getting to know what you like and dislike, the more you can do that, the more you're going to hear your voice, the more you're going to get to know yourself as you change every day. And the more you'll be able to trust when you get that hunch, you know, like, you know what? I think it's time for a growth spurt. I think that's really, you know, 
what is in alignment for me right now. That's in my best interest of self-love and evolution. Or opposite, you might be like, you know, I've been like listening to all these fun, peppy podcasts about making six figures and like getting out of my comfort zone. And that's where the magic happens and all that shit. And then it's like, you know what though? I really want to spend some time on my root system. And that's the boldest, scariest thing I can do right now is slow down, right? Because it's going to challenge my self-worth. It's going to challenge all these stories I have about my value if I'm not quote unquote productive. So this is why, you know, it's so important for you to talk to yourself, dear listener, to spend time with you, however that is. It's really as simple as speaking out loud. <laughs> like if you live with other people, maybe not. Um, you know, you can find, you can whisper to yourself in the bathroom. You can write. Writing is one of the most common, quick, effective ways of just writing to you, from you. And you don't have to start with these big answers. If you're feeling like you're out of touch with your intuition, let's say, you're not sure you trust it, um, start really small, you know, like <laughs> choosing which, is your, which mug you would prefer for your coffee or tea in the morning might seem absolutely trivial. Um, this is just like one of the ways, like, you know, when you're a kid, this is how you develop your preferences, right? I want the red cup. I want the blue cup. I want the one with the weird handle. I want the one. Did you ever have one of those mugs that had like a little ceramic animal at the bottom? And it was so cute. And you drink your hot chocolate and then it would like emerge from the bottom. I loved those mugs. Anyway, <laughs> you get what I'm saying? All these things about personal preference and stuff, they do matter. They are the baby steps that warm you up to everything. If you don't know, if you're like, oh, it doesn't matter what mug, it doesn't matter what I'm wearing. It doesn't matter where we go. How is that going to translate when it's time for you to pick a career path, when it's time for you to decide if you want to keep dating that person, when it's time for you to decide, you know, if you want to move, right? Like, are you going to blow in the wind? Are you going to make decisions? If you don't know any, if you can't make the little ones, it's going to be so much more difficult to make the big ones. So depending on where you are with that, enjoy making little choices, <laughs> things that you prefer. Sometimes, like, you know, I think that building this root system, uh, what does that even mean? Um, for me right now, it means, you know, I'm looking at my, my symptoms and my energy and I've charted, I've used a new system of charting and I've been charting about, I have about a month's worth of data right now. And it's really interesting to look at this month's worth of data, knowing uh, how different it is from a year ago, or even six months, or even three months ago. And, you know, it's not so cut and dry. There's lots of things to kind of look at, to look for patterns. And a lot of it is just me using my intuition of, like, figuring out, like, what was it that really tired me out there? And, you know, not going by what an outside source says that I should do for my body, but to a sense of, like, was that three-hour nap really great? Was that three-hour nap not so great? <laughs> um, I'm just checking in with myself here. And this is a pretty wild experience because, you know, I think, um, especially with, like, a health concern, you know, there's a lot of reasons to be, like, looking for experts and looking at outside um, criteria of what we should be doing. 
But this experience with brain injury, because there was so little information and because every injury is so different and every person's recovery, and there are lots and lots of recoveries, they're so different from one another that I know that no one else has the answers. And that was one of the scariest things about this experience was hearing that, like, and witnessing it, like going to a doctor, going to like other people who have, you know, supposedly like lots of, you know, medical knowledge and they don't know about this and they don't know about my experience of this. So there's been a lot of building my root system over the past two years and especially now, um, you know, I'm continuing to build it in new ways. So, you know, sometimes it's really just um, (sighs) what's not going to drain you because like you consider this growth spurt, it takes energy to do that. Right? And that's energy that you are spending, right? If you don't have a lot of it. So it's like, how do you store energy? How does that energy compound? You know, and obviously there's things like making sure I'm eating, making sure I'm sleeping. But for me, I have to say a lot of it has been about communication and technology. And I have been surprised and I continue to be surprised about how some moments there's certain kinds of things I do have the bandwidth for. And there's other experiences that I don't. And they change based on these little tiny things like certain interfaces, like the interface of Facebook (laughs) and everything attached to it um, was just creating so many symptoms in me that when I left it, it's like, wow, I just said like a no to a thousand things with one no. (laughs) Leaving Facebook just meant there's so many decisions I don't have to make. Because there's so many things that I could be doing for my business. So many things I could be connecting with. People, photo, like who knows what else has happened since I left. I don't know. And I never think about it. And all of that energy has gone back into my root system. I know that it has. Right? So, you know, just paying sweet attention to when you feel fulfilled, when you feel restored, really restored. You know, and what kind of exhausts you or burns your wheels, you don't have to do those things. That is energy that you are spending. Is it growing in a way that's purposeful and sustainable and helpful? Or are you just sort of shooting out some, like, um, like shooting out some reeds, shooting out some whatever that are just like, it's just like using up energy and it's going to fall over. Um... I am curious about what your experience of this is and, you know, have you had any experiences in your life where you had a really good root system in something and you really felt supported by that? I wonder if you, like, maybe have had a lot of those experiences and just don't really recall them because it just felt easy and maybe you gave the credit out. Maybe you said oh yeah, well that was easy because whatever. But maybe it's because, you know, maybe that job was really easy for you because you spent years studying for it. And not even in a formal education way. Maybe you come from a family with a lot of siblings and you're always managing chaos and relationships and fights and love and all kinds of stuff going on in a very busy household. And maybe that was like building, you building the strength and this root system that's going to help you be an incredible manager. 
right? And other people would be like, oh, wow, you're an incredible manager. You make it look so easy. And you're like, oh, yeah, whatever. And you don't realize that you did that. You paid attention to that. Not everybody who grows up in your household of, you know, wild siblings or whatever, they don't all have the same path. There was something about you that was building, choosing to build that strength, choosing to pay attention to that, and then choosing to use it in the world. I think a lot of the times the things that we're really competent at and the things that we're really good at, we don't give ourselves enough credit. But this was something that we decided to do. This was a strength that we decided to build. You might argue, it's like, well, I kind of had to. But have you ever met anyone else who also had a lot of siblings who's just kind of a jerk and not a people person? Because sure, there's a lot of those, right? So it's like, what was different about you? I think it's just good to see where you're doing the work. You know, I think we do much better when we see how good we've already done, right? Like they have this uh, evidence about... Um, you know, people are more likely to give to a charity drive if they're really close to meeting their goal or like a Kickstarter campaign. If it looks like it's going to be successful, we're more likely to support them because we want to be a part of something successful. And, you know, with ourselves, we have more confidence where we like more willing to do more things to take more chances if we're seeing how great we're already doing. This is why it's so important to celebrate your wins, even the ones that you think are small, and especially if you think they're small, because that means you're likely downplaying your part in them. You know, we're always co-creating. And there's always, you know, there's some unfair advantages that you might have had, but not everybody with the same advantages would have done what you did with them. It requires attention. It requires heart. There's so many things you could be doing with your time and energy. And you've chosen what you've chosen, which makes you really good at things. Look at the things that you find easy. And I'll bet you can find a place where you have nourished a root system. I don't know if you could tell, but I've been recording this outdoors. Um, <laughs> I was alone and now there's quite a few people in the park. The sun went down before I started recording and it's just a, it's chilly and it's lovely. And this is around the time of day that I've seen a fox in this park. Um, so I've been kind of coming around this time, hoping to get a, another glimpse. It feels very magical to get an appearance like that. Anyhow, dear listener, thank you so much for being here and for paying attention to yourself. You're always growing. You're always growing. Sometimes we're growing in a way that's visible, like we're, we're like blossoming or our branches are shooting out. And when it looks like we're still, we're also growing underground. We're also growing the root system. So notice as you've been listening and like notice where your mind has gone and notice how it feels to listen to this. You know, are you like, oh shit, root system. <laughs> Don't think about that. Are you in burnout all the time? Or have you been nestling really, really nicely? Have you got like really thick roots and it's time for you to have a growth spurt. 
I can't tell you what to do. We're always in, you know, moving from like this dance between the underground, the roots reaching down, the branches reaching up to the sky, to the heavens. Where does your energy most need your love and attention now? You are someone worth loving and it all starts with you. It is such a pleasure to spend time with you, to grow with you. And as always, The Soft Shoulder is brought to you by techcoven.com. Techcoven.com is where you can go to see all of the creations, all of the magic that Alison Tarr makes. This podcast is super grateful that she also helps bring this to life amongst many other cool things. So check her out on YouTube and at techcoven.com. And in the meantime, in this strange time, um, (laughs) sorry, there's some howling going on and I don't know if that's an animal or a human. (laughs) I'll find out. Have a wonderful uh, rest of your day and we'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye. Bye.